I will not apologize for gaiety. Never apologize for gayness. Never apologize for your gayness. Happy Pride! Happy Pride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, God, where are we? What is happening? Once again, we've got uh, a, a, a new challenger approaches. Hey, everybody, welcome. I'm back. old hat now. Old hat, she's just been here for so long. It, welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. All of you who have been here for too long, it's too long, not so long. Um, hey everybody, my, my name is Jameson Oxford. I will be your game master today. Uh, we are playing Clue, and I we are two, because today I'm playing once again with the lovely jump in at any time. Oh, okay. Please. I thought I, I'm used to the weasel being like the beautiful esteemed. I was uh, waiting yes, for it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm not weaseled here today. Yeah, I'm not going to get uh, my back scratched here. I am Katie Mischief. I'll be playing <laughs> Evelina Chopin. And uh, yeah, let's. I'm, I'm ready to play some Clue. Yeah, right on. Yeah, we're playing Clue. That's what we're playing today. We don't we don't play TTRPGs. We play random board games and then pretend that they're role playing games. And today you're on. You're trying to solve a murder. Attempted murder. Yeah, an attempted murder. They uh, they didn't kill anybody. It's just two crows chilling on a yes. signpost. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, everybody. You, if you've been here before, you know the deal. We're a real play fifth edition TTRPG podcast focused on narrative driven storytelling, and we've got a new character. With a new narrative. And I'm a devil in a new dress. Yeah. Kanye West? Yeah. So we got to bring everybody up to speed on who Evelina Chopin is? Well, that's how, how you know, people without an accent would say it. Without an accent? How do you say it? Introduce your Chopin. character like it's the first time. Evelina Chopin. Okay. Uh, and pretend that I don't know anything about Evelina. Who's Evelina Chopin? Uh, Chopin? Uh, she's an inquisitor. With uh, a tiefling inquisitor with a large build and a love of God. A <laughs> <laughs> love of God. Which God? Uh, I think her God is St. Dynak. Uh, yes. I, I just want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. Yeah, Dynak. Dynak is Dynac. correct. Which, okay. anybody who listened to the first campaign, Dynak is a patron saint of the Church of Dirk. So it has a lot of that fatherhood slash manho energy but they've subverted it and made it a about fatherhood and protection and they're they're a little bit more uh buttoned down than the church of dirk i'm a a paladin so uh protection's important and i got daddy issues yes we we didn't want to get too far away from the normal person right we got to (laughs) bring you always have to bring a little bit of your own character hey 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 i love my dad (laughs) yes you do my dad he's a good dude besties he's a good dude Showed you how to play D&D, and that's... Exactly. That's fucking tops. All right. Uh, let's... We can just get into it, if you're ready. I'm, I think we should just get into it. Okay. Uh, shoot. I don't have Jeff here. Last time on Torchlight Tavern. <laughs> no. No, screw <laughs> it. I'm doing it on my own. Black powder. Black powder. powder. <laughs> uh, last time on Black Powder... The main group just met a new character in the middle of the Feywild, kind of throwing him for a loop, uh, a tiefling uh, who has just jumped into their formation, uh, being chased by something in the Feywild, but that's not where you are. We are back in time. We are... We are in the middle of an inquiry. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm so sorry. I thought that that would be great time travel noises. Yeah, but it's, it just uh, sounded like you know a really what? sick turkey. Ryan, Ryan, you don't need to find any time travel noise. She nailed it. Uh, so we are back in time. <laughs> you are in the middle of your inquiry. You are a fresh uh, inquisitor, new to the the whole organization, and you've spent a couple days at this point trying to figure out what happened in Santitas. You just gave news, uh, your report to your father at the end of the second day, and he has made it clear that tomorrow you guys will be going together to continue this investigation. When you wake up in the morning, you wake up to, how, how do I put this? A feeling like you've been, oh, like, like you've been having a conversation. And the moment you wake up, you can't really figure out what it, you can't quite remember it. Or maybe you can. Roll me a wisdom check? A wisdom check. I got, I got wisdom in spades. I know you, your, your rolls are really hard for me. I might, might just get to the point where I was like, you don't need to roll. You succeed. I know better. <laughs> I, I have lucky rolls until I'm a DM. That sounds like me. Yeah. Uh, 16 plus 4, dirty 20, if it's just wisdom. Great player rolls. Trash DM rolls. You had a dream last night that you can kind of pick the edges of where there was a ball of dark energy and you were walking up to it because it was pulsing and seemed to be trying to communicate with you. In the dream, what did Evelina do? Um, if it was trying to communicate with me, I would protect myself first um, with a prayer to okay. St. Dynak. And then I would address the orb because Evelina backs down from no orbs. All right. I roll ponder those orbs. Roll religion since we made a prayer. Religion. Uh, this one's only a four, 50. 15. I can do basic math. All right. I did not take religion proficiency. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think that was a mistake, but that's a that's a later problem. So, how do you how do you approach? What do you what is your what is your plan as Evelina? What like how do you confront this thing in your dreams? Uh, I think first I would attempt to speak to it in common, but if that didn't work, I would try infernal because I do speak infernal. Uh and I would just First in common, second in infernal if I don't get a response. What should I call you? There's this long pause before it speaks to you and it is 100% in infernal. You realize as it as the as the voice comes to your head, not via your ears, but like straight to your brain. I am the breaker of walls. Are you devil or are you demon? Information is not free. Why am I trapped here? I do not have all the answers for you, but uh, you were put in my mind, and I guess I fought back. <laughs> you, you fought back. Well, you are the breaker of walls, no? Yet you are walled in. If you do not wish to give me answers, that is okay. You can stay here. Let me out. And I will not punish you for eternity. No. But they do like your uh, turn of phrase. You feel the this this will reach out and lash out at you as it speaks. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Saving throw? Hell yeah. 
my wisdom saving throw is a 22. So you feel as it makes connection and this growl, this rage touches your mind. You feel how fucking powerful it is. And uh, you're only going to take four psychic damage as you wake up from this, but you successfully sort of extricate yourself from its its influence before it can hurt you any further. But it 100% tried and did cause psychic damage to you as it's railing against whatever prison seems to be holding it. And you wake up. Nasty fucker. I, uh, pray. (laughs) You pray. I pray. Uh, uh, I pray for protection to my god. And I start getting ready for the day. Kind of cursing. Business as usual? Yeah, I start, I'm cursing under my breath, right? Just like the whole fucking time. I'm like, now I'm starting my day in a bad way. And I have so much to do. And I... I have to do this not at full. I feel like crap. <laughs> like, I'm just pissed off. But, like, I feel sated in my prayers and my my own... I, I'm kind of a little foolhardy in this, that I believe that between my god and my own strength, I don't have to worry about this breaker of walls uh, today. <laughs> what does Evelina feel about since we, we didn't really address this uh, before, how does Evelina feel about this turn of events, let's say? Because the, the, the idea that there would be this creature in Evelina was never part of the deal. Uh, Evelina's not sure if it was on purpose. Uh, I think she's still a little bit in denial that like perhaps something went wrong mm-hmm. in, in it. Uh, in the ritual that in the made ritual, you an Inquisitor. Or perhaps what happened is like this is a part of it. But it's like a test, and I'm passing the test by not allowing it to take control of me. Uh, I think that's where she's lying right now, because she doesn't want to think that her father would do this on purpose to her. Fantastic. Fantastic. So she thinks this is a test, I think. She's like, either something went wrong, or this is a test, and I'm not supposed to talk about it. Uh, I just have to be stronger than it, and eventually it'll go away. or like. When you become a high inquisitor, it's because you fully tamed this fucking thing in your head, and that's how you, you know, like she, that's how she feels. Uh, love that. Uh, speaking of your father, though, it's morning. Yes. You get dressed, you get ready, you get all your inquisitor gear on, and you meet him at his office where I've curled my hair. You curled your hair. Mm-hmm. I woke up early Lovely. enough too, so I curled my hair. Yeah, you found yourself actually woken up earlier than you meant to by this dream. So. Part of the reason I was cursing, yeah. Uh, yeah no, so I curl my hair with the extra time. <laughs> okay. You show up at your father's uh, office door, and before you can even knock on it, it opens up, and he sweeps you up in his presence and starts traveling down the hallway. Come. We have very little time. We have much to do. Uh, yes, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin. Father? <laughs> uh, he, he pauses and looks down at you. He doesn't say anything. Roll, roll me uh, an insight. Uh, insight I'm good at 16, though. I didn't roll great. Uh, he, he looks angry again at you, like very, very frustrated. Um, and he's like, you are never to call me that again. Okay, my apologies. Like, I look like I'm gonna fight it. Like, we live in the same house, dude. Like, you want me to just yeah. call you that at home? I look like I'm gonna fight it, but I just go, okay, yes, my apologies. 
He, he looks like he's going to say more. He bites it off. He's like, we are going home. I must pick things up from the house. Yes, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin. I say it pointedly. Like, oh, so we're going home? And you want me to not call you father ever again? Great. Can't wait to tell mom about this. <laughs> uh, and yes, he, he just sort of nods and you guys go to the portal room and you get teleported from Portiston Mar to Bree. It's no big deal. Welcome to the Inquisitor Towers where you could just move across the freaking world wherever there is one. And you guys go to your house. Is there anything that Evelina would pick up from home uh, before we continue the adventure? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think she would keep most of her St. Dynac paraphernalia at home in Brie. And since she's probably going to be traveling long term, instead of leaving it in the Inquisitor Tower, she would grab that stuff for sure. Probably a couple books like that are important to the faith and some things that are comforting for her, right? Because she wouldn't have like stuffed animals or things like that. That would be comforting to her right now. It would be like prayer. I wouldn't say beads, but like things that are, are of her faith that she could yeah. put in her backpack without, cause her dad's not going to be standing in the door. Like, what are you packing? You know? I mean, you're, you are a full ordained, like secondarily a cleric, right? Like yes. we, like we, there is a history. Yeah. You, you, you sung, You've sung in the choir at Saint Saint Dynac School, so like yeah. you've got all the accoutrement, the incense, the yeah. the love, the 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 symbols, the rosary, the whatever they've got, right? Yeah, I I would make sure that I had it all and had backups because I don't know when I'll be back, and uh, I would definitely uh, like I wouldn't bring my hair dye and stuff like that because I just assume that I'll be able to buy it other places. I, uh, yeah, I, I bring my incense, the things that are important to my faith. And then, uh, if I have any, like, small keepsakes that are important to me, like from friends or something like that, I would take the small things with me, but I wouldn't take anything large. Sure. Yeah, we, we don't know where we're going. Your father has just told you that we're going to finish up the investigation. Yeah. Uh, you suspect this will end in Santitas. You hope. Yeah. Um, what do I know of Santitas? Uh, you know that Santitas has been a primacy asset for nearly two decades. Uh, it was taken over secretly by the primacy and became a full uh, satellite territory of the primacy. Almost. How old are you? Like maybe just after you were born? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely over 20. Okay. Yeah, it's been. I believe it's I'm been... 22. Yeah, when, when you were very small, they took over Santitas uh, when they began the war with Griffinport in Campaign 1, uh, a long time ago. And ever since then, it has been the main manufacturing plant for all new Warforged units, as well as where the largest Krakakola brand uh, healing potions are made, which has also been instrumental to the war effort uh, for, the, for the primacy. All right, yeah, I, I then I wouldn't need to bring too much else. Although I do often think, uh, I, I, I just oh. want to add this story note for my character, uh, that she often wants to buy a Warforged. She wants to buy a Warforged? Okay. Yeah. Uh, one more note about the Krakakola factory. Uh, just before you took your uh, final Inquisitor test, a few days before your your tri your uh, the ritual that made you a full Inquisitor, the news broke out that the Krakakola factory was destroyed in Santitas. It's been all over the news lately that there's been terrorist, a, an uptick in terrorist attacks in Santitas, 
and that was the worst one we've seen. I need to roll to see if I like the taste of Krakakola. <laughs> I think it's disgusting. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't like, uh, I don't like the herbs used. I mean, yeah, it's too much, too much fucking licorice or something. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of licorice. That's, that's it. In real life, I love that shit. But in Ooh, here, freak. hate it. Fucking freak. Uh, licorice is, black licorice is gross. I like that star anus. I'm not going to kink shame. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, as you g- gather your stuff, your, your father says, gather your belongings. We may be gone for several days. And you go off and you grab your stuff. And as you are coming out of your room with all of your, with your new, your bags packed, your adventurer pack sort of prepared, so mm-hmm. to speak, you uh, bump into a tall, stately woman dressed in a really elaborate, gorgeous dress uh, of white and gold brocade. And she stops short in the hallway and says, Evelina, my darling chosen. Mother, it's so great to see you. Uh, and she comes in and gives you uh, just a, a warm hug. I, I hug her back and then I look at her and I go, uh, Do you know if Grand High Inquisitor Chopin is ready? Uh, your father is home? I did not know. I, uh, I am not allowed to refer to him as that. Ever. He says. Oh, well, it's a new dynamic, uh, obviously, for all of us. So if you could just bear with him, he's old fashioned. Uh, anyway, it's so good to see you finally returned. I cannot wait for you to get to work. So I, I'm assuming that the that everything went good becoming an Inquisitor? I am uh, just struggling with my final test. Your final test? What, what final test? Mm. I uh, I look around to see if my dad's listening. Uh, as you look around, he comes out of a back room. Yeah. And he, he just sort of stonily looks down the hallway at the both of you. Inquisitor business, Tristis. Uh, yes, mother, but it was so very nice to see you. And I promise that when I come back, that I will I'll seek you out straight away. It is for the best. I am quite busy, actually. I was on my way out. I did not expect either one of you to be here. We'll catch up later. My, my beautiful chosen one, uh, you're going to do great things. She gives you a kiss on the head. Everything she does is like very proper, even fam- familial love. And then she just sort of whispers in your ear, knock him dead. Then she like just shuffles away past your father. Uh, they kind of greet each other stonily. Like they have not been close uh, for many years. There seems to have been something that has happened between the two of them at some point when you were a child that you don't know what happened, but they've been that way for a long time. Damn. So that's when my dad's <laughs> acting like a dick. Yeah, he's he hasn't not gotten any. laid in uh, like yeah, 15 years, bro. <laughs> you, you see, she gives him a wry smile and he just sort of looks, stares at her and uh, she goes about her business and he says, Evelina, are you ready? Yes, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin. I he say, nods. like, you didn't say Inquisitor Chopin, so should I call you father? No, I'm not gonna, ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you know what? Fuck it. He's gonna roll insight. <laughs> he, 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 he looks at you, and there's like the flash of defiance, and he just like once again, his whole thing is just he stares you down, and then he just starts walking out the uh, out and of the I'm house. Just, this is called malicious compliance. <laughs> malicious compliance, yes. Uh, white mutiny. Yeah. All right. As you are leaving, uh, he 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 steps out, and he's like to catch you up on the situation. Stupid question, stupid question. 
Do yeah. I know if my dad likes the taste of cracker cola? He loves it. Uh, my Ooh, dad likes sorry. black licorice. He can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. All right. So he, he, he says, so to get you up to speed, ever since the destruction of cracker cola, these attackers on the primacy, we've been following up. We had one prisoner who knew much, who we captured. A imposter who took over the role of an inquisitor foe. We have not gotten his name, but he will crack soon. But he has told us enough that they've been working in that area and that they were part of Vivaldi's contingent. We're going to go check out Freehill. Something I learned from him we need to go look at. I, uh, I also found that Freehill was where we needed to go. Yes, you've confirmed that. So we must go. I thought maybe I could skip over it as something unimportant, but there's more there than meets the eye. And uh, you guys take the, 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 a teleportation circle to the closest you can get, which is just sort of a town on the outskirts of Bree, but uh, Freehill is fully in the Griffinport territory. And you guys actually have to um, find another way to get there, uh, partially on foot. Your father gets you guys teleported close, and then you make very, very quick time with your father. And uh, your father moves you guys across the wilderness uh, very rapidly, because your father, by trade, is a ranger. And only that, he's a horizon walker. So you, you, you find that the, the, the miles melt, and you find so yourselves in the town of Freehill. So my dad's just a shitty fighter? <laughs> uh, sure, if that's how you want to do it. I've statted him, if you want to feel that way about him. Uh, I, at your that's own... just how I feel about <laughs> rangers. Ah, shitty how fighters. You. How dare you? There are Aragorns out there. That guy's just cool in real life, all right? That's, that's true. Your father takes you to the town of Freehill, uh, where it's this, it's a backwater village. There's maybe 50 people who live here. There's a small town, like, manor house that the mayor, quote-unquote, of Freehill lives in. And uh, there, there's more sheep here than people. This is a place that I had reason to believe uh, the... Um... You learned about Freehill because uh, a, the character, Halor, who was the... Air quotes. Yeah. Halor. Halor, the mercenary, the hobgoblin mercenary that you looked into, they were supposed to meet up with Vivaldi and go to Freehill. That was like the first part of their contract. Uh, so whoever is quote unquote Halor was not the, the hobgoblin that went there. So this is the first place in theory that Halor went. Fake and uh, <laughs> yeah, as you go there, you guys ask around the tavern, you talk to a few people, your father uh, is like, it's it's only noon of of this first day that you've entered Freehill. Cause that man is fast. Yes, and he's fast as fuck, boy. He's fast as fuck, boy. And you talk to the people, and eventually you guys find yourselves after speaking to a few people and learning that the, that when Vivaldi was here, the Inquisitors did what they did. They got everyone in line. They like took tithe, and then he had a meeting with the the mayor where he was looking at information, didn't get a lot, but there was a null attack on the town at the time that was put down by the Inquisitors, and these, and even uh, this Halor was pivotal to it. Apparently, Halor and C-3PH and the Warforged unit went out with Inquisitor Foe, who you now know was in prison, and went and put down this null camp out in the, in the wilderness. Yes, but he is not an Inquisitor. No, he is apparently from... Griffinport area. Griffinport has tieflings? 
We don't know. We suspect he may have been born here, which is why he was chosen to infiltrate. He was working directly under Vivaldi, which means he got far. But uh, after the events at the Krakakola factory, he came back and we picked him up for interrogation. And uh, was this before or after Vivaldi met his end? We think after. Okay. And where does Finbogi fit in all this? We don't know yet. First thing Onward. before we leave Freehill. I'm going, first thing I need to check. Uh, he goes out into the wilderness again, and you guys, you watch, even though he follows, uh, surprisingly, this 10-day-old trail. You watch your dad track where this group went, and he finds the easiest one to track is this, you know, half a Fucking ton warforged <laughs> moving through the woods, yeah. So there are still deep tracks and broken branches wherever it went, and eventually you find this cave uh, outside this, this like, cave that's been caved in. You see, you find like a hole and the rotting corpses of several dead gnolls. Roll me a perception check. Seven. Twenty-five. Uh, as your father checks the bodies, you see him kind of look, looking around and you hear him mumble under his breath, Gava will not like this. Do I recognize any of these gnolls? I doubt I would. No, 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 no. Gnolls are, gnolls are bad. Gnolls are just bad for everything. Uh, and you are not aware of... Um, the, no, the gnolls are bad. Gnolls are bad. Like they, they're a nuisance everywhere. Uh, Inquisitor Chopin would not uh, know anything about gnolls or Other how they may or may not be. This is a really smelly cave. Yeah, it's a super smelly cave. Uh, your father actually just jumps straight in the hole. Like he's not. Like he looks around, and you're just sort of being chasing him at this point because he moves so fast. And you just watch as he jumps down in the hole. You hear you hear a little splash as he hits the bottom. Uh, am I meant to follow you, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin? Uh, no answer. Will, will you catch me? <laughs> <laughs> I say to my dad, hoping he'll be like, uh, fine. <laughs> Father, please. Uh, if he doesn't answer, I will jump in the hole, and if he doesn't catch me, pfft, that's still my dad. Uh, and he does, he does he, you, you do not hear anything. Uh, no response. I, I jump in the hole. You land with a splash in like three feet of water and you see that he's digging through some rocks and uh, he's got out some sort of magical doohickey that he's scanning the area and you see that he pulls up some like shards of this strange purple rock and you see him shaking his head and he comes, he turns around and he sees you and and he says, a seed of the world tree was here, but also demonic essence. Do you believe that, uh, that Inquisitor Vivaldi was here? I know he was here. The, uh, purple, is that from the seat? Yes. Uh, he, as he says that and you ask that question, he kind of realizes that he's talking to you, because he's almost, like, in his own mind lately, and he, he kind of tur- he looks up, he's like, this is part of my own investigation, it has nothing to do with yours. Yes, Grand High Inquisitor Chupin. So he, 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 sit, he sits up and he, uh, he looks back up in the hole, and you just watch him teleport the fuck out. He just blips out out of the hole. Come, it's time to head further. I'm sitting in the hole, and I'm just like... <laughs> Come, next stop, Sanitas. Uh, how high is the hole? It's about 15 feet up from the water level. I stand there for a minute, and I look up, and then I'm like... I don't know if I can climb this. Uh, I attempt to climb out, because in my armor I think I wouldn't be able to jump that high. 
Uh, okay. Like there's no there's no wall near it. Like it's literally a hole into a cavern. So go oh, ahead. And okay. Me, it's gonna be it's a DC twenty. Like it you it's doable, but it's gonna be like a DC fucking twenty eight. Like yeah. Uh, let's I see don't if think you can I do, can it do, do that own. either. Because it's uh, it's acrobatics, right? Uh, athletics, actually. Oh, it's athletics. Still couldn't even possibly only get a plus two. So roll that dice. Yeah, I'm gonna Just roll, roll that it. dice for me. Roll that dice for the feels for me. Eleven. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, as you try to climb the wall and you and you get to the first like part where you have to like swing out and try to like grab yeah. the lip, you f- just fall into the water. Uh, your father appears as you as you wipe muddy like water away from your face. Appears at the top of the hole. He's like glaring down at you again, angry. And you see him like look at the hole and at you. Roll me insight. Now that I'm good at. Uh. 24. It feels like your dad is thinking, like, it looks like it's like he could cave this in. He could leave you here. He could shut the hole. Like, that's that's the thoughts that you feel like are running through his mind. Inquisitor Chopin, do you need help? Yes, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin. I hope that that little, like, almost about to cry sound at the end of that works. Is that a performance or, or is that real? No, no, no. Uh, it's real. And Roll I me hope persuasion. It, yeah. Oh, I'm good at that too. <laughs> You're good at every. How do you have so many good skills? Uh, I have a negative dex, so. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I, I have great skills except for anything dex based. Anything that hits me with a, a fireball. Twenty six. When you, when you, when you like your voice quivers, you, you, your insight twenty four, right? Twenty six. Yeah. You watch as something in him gets on shore again like something about him weakens like something about like his thoughts change his like his eyebrows go up just imperceptibly to most people it would be unnoticeable but to you it spoke that's my dad yeah yeah it's it is still your father and so you watch as he 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 steps away for a moment and then an old rope drops into the hole i climb the rope yeah you you can climb a rope i'm not gonna make you climb a rope uh, as you get out, uh, sodden and soggy, you he he's standing there with his arms behind his back, uh, looking off into the distance, not at you. And uh, he speaks up again. Are we ready to head to Santitas? Yes, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin. We can either travel through the woods, it'll take several days, or we can head back to Bree until, and uh, take the tram. I believe that although the travel through the woods would be longer... Perhaps we could find the body of Vivaldi. With your skills, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin, I put a lot of stock and faith in them. You are Grand High Inquisitor for a reason. I am stroking this man's ego because he didn't <laughs> kill me. Uh, this is an abusive relationship. Okay. Um, I have no use for his body. Would it aid you in your investigation? If I could find out what killed him, then I can figure out which of the three uh, suspects are most likely to be responsible. The weight of the primacy should fall on them much harder. Then come. We have much ground to cover. It is nine days to Santitas. With anyone else. <laughs> and he gives you what is supr- like a surprisingly cocky smile. Yeah. Like, like there's a little bit of, of like a younger man that comes out of your father in that moment. When when that happens, I do a, a deep bow to that smile, right? Like, like I also, like, like I recognize that you're my better in a lot of ways, and I, I bow. I go, yes, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin. I will keep up. So yeah, uh, it, it, it takes you only like a day and a half 
to get... <laughs> not to Santitas, uh, not to Santitas, yeah. but to the next location on Vivaldi's uh, trip that was, like, once again, it's very easy to track 40 men who who tramp, tramp through the woods. They're not hard to track. Even two weeks later, essentially, is where we're at. Two to three weeks later. Jay's bad at time. Anybody who's been listening knows that. Fucky-wucky time shit. Fucky-wucky time shit. Uh, so yeah, so even even nearly a month later, he still can track their, these tracks. And you guys find yourself at a a tower out that, that was uh, like hastily constructed out on this like open field. It looks like somebody set up a watchtower or fort of some kind out here. And he he says, ah, yes, Vivaldi said that there was a Valerian encampment that they took down on the way through in one of his last reports. And there's not much there. There's a there's like a skeleton crew of of uh, primacy soldiers that were left behind. Uh, none of them that worked for Vivaldi. Uh, when you when you question them, they worked for a uh, a general Roca, who was a a Dorvin uh, general uh, in the primacy. Not an inquisitor, but one of the the military leaders. Hey there, tavern guards. It's me, your dungeon master, Jameson Oxford. Thanks for listening to our episode. Uh, we're having a lot of fun bringing in Katie into the show. She's a great addition, an amazing TTRPG player. You're going to love her. You may notice that we are alluding to a few things as if they've already happened in her story. And I wanted to take this time to remind you that we do have a Patreon, and there might just be a bonus episode going up there along with this release. Uh, we did Katie's onboarding episode in two parts, and one of them we decided we would keep as bonus material for only our Patreon subscribers. So please, if you enjoyed this, and you enjoyed listening to me and her sort of introduce her character, there is more. If you sign up, you'll find little tidbits of lore from Campaign 1, as well as goof reels from when we completely forgot what we were doing and got too funny and off track to leave it in the main show. I have also been known to take the occasional Patreon supporter and turn them into an ongoing NPC, so if you want to hear your name or a name that you give me turned into either a villain or a helper for the party, that's a great way of doing it as well. Once again, that's patreon.com backslash torchlit tavern. You can also send us money at kofi.com, K-O-F-I dot com backslash torchlit tavern if you don't want to sign up for a monthly thing, but you do want to throw us like $5 or something. But that's all the shilling I can bring myself to do. We'll get right back to the story. Thanks again for listening. Tell good stories. Your your father's asking questions. Is there anything you want to ask? I feel like I feel like I'm still trying to stroke this man's ego and not piss him off. Um so I would ask questions where they seemed appropriate, but I feel like uh, if I ask too many questions, then it would be seen as me believing he's not good enough at his job. <laughs> well, it, but but is there anything that Evelina wants to know that he might not be questioning? Because it because one of the things you've gathered while being with him is that his questions have been centered around Vivaldi. His questions have been centered around these other characters. He is not looking for Halor and C3PH. Yeah. He is leaving uh, that up to you. He is looking for what happened to Vivaldi. And you also noticed that he seemed very interested in that other site with this seed of the world tree thing. Right. Like I uh I asked them questions like uh you didn't work for Vivaldi, but were you here during the battle? 
did you see the other three uh, that were with Vivaldi? Uh, I give them their basic description if they saw oh, them. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I there was there was um a uh, these three there was a there was a war force who took over the the cannonading and did an amazing job. And then there was also um the the mercenary, not not you know medium height, stocky dude took shots straight to it. There were there was actually a, a second uh guy who I, I think he was a mercenary. He was with their group. Uh, I, Eric the barbarian led the charge uh with the the force, but 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 the Halor and C three PH used these the cannon fire to hide their their advancement. And assaulted the the sniper tower, and without their help, we would have lost all, so many men trying to take this tower. We were almost no casualties in the end because of what they did. Um, that, that is amazing. Yeah, uh, it was a wild day. Uh, we captured a they captured actually a uh, a knight of the golden rose from Valeria. That's uh, that is great work. Knights of the Golden Rose are the personal honor guard of the King of Valeria, and Valeria is the number one enemy of the Primacy. They, you guys have been at war with Valeria since before the Primacy was the Primacy. Bree and Valeria don't like each other. Yeah. Like, it's the Hundred Years' War sort of a yeah. thing. And I, uh, I go, down with Valeria. <laughs> down with the Valeria, yeah. Uh, good wine, though, don't tell anybody, but they left the store downstairs. And, wait, and then he like looks at he's like he looks at he realizes he just said that to an inquisitor. I'm going to jail, aren't I? No, that's okay. I also <laughs> uh, indulge from time to time, whenever we can kill a good Valerian merchant. Do 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 you take bribes so that you don't remember that I said this to you? If you could take me to the storeroom or the yes. Grand High Inquisitor that's also asking questions of my boss. Yes. How about you take me to the storeroom? Uh, did you let the three in there as well? What? No. Uh, no. He uh, he's like no no no. They um they didn't stay long. Every we did they did celebrate. We I was uh I was with them, but uh, because yeah, if they've no. had a taste for a Valerian wine, uh, perhaps I could bring it to them as a gift. Sure. Yeah. No. Anything you want. Uh, Inquisitor. Chopin. Chopin. Uh, yeah. Any anything you need. Uh, he he literally will give you the whole fucking barrel and like several bottles, whatever you want. I just take a couple bottles. I take a couple sure. bottles because it's like, uh, I know from what I've learned, when you meet some, like, I'm going to be meeting these people at some point, uh, and perhaps, uh, or it's a great gift. <laughs> yeah. It's a great gift. Valer Valerian wine is something that, as an Inquisitor's daughter, you are not unfamiliar with, because Inquisitors always get the good shit, even when it's illegal to have. Because yeah. this is, it's a contraband, it's bootleg, it's bad. Yeah, perhaps, uh, maybe I'll give a bottle to my dad so that he'll be less mad at me, I don't know. And Valeria is known for its vineyards. Like, that's, that, it's, 90% of the countryside is just grape farms. Yeah. Uh, Valeria I'm just gonna take, uh, I think four bottles is enough. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice tight four. I mean, that, that tracks, that goes along with uh, what I told them, that they can only hold four potion bottles at a time yeah effectively yeah. without them breaking you know they might clack into each other yeah you and also i have um no interest in crack a cola so nope can't have that shit i i have healing magic from god why the fuck would i drink that swill yep solid uh so yeah uh um, this is a character choice i've made and i don't care yeah, if it hurts me later as you continue your travel your father he fills you in a little bit further that 
General Roca also never came back. Like her contingent after this fight that split off, she left a few soldiers here to man it. They disappeared. They never made it home. Uh, and there is no idea where they went. Like no clue. They've been looking for uh, 80 men and her for a while now. It was at twice the size of Vivaldi's platoon. Uh, I try not to let show my absolute shock at how shitty they're running things. You lost how many people weeks ago and you're just now following up? Uh, they've been, they have been following up, but they have not been able to find it. That is the problem. And yeah. that's the alarm. You've, you've lost a hundred and 120 people just out of thin air. Can't find them. Yes. But, uh, I don't say uh, that. I don't no, say that. Uh, so, and it doesn't take you long before you do find yourselves. You travel another day and you find yourself at the Celis River where you see some sort of fight seems to have happened. There is these uh, large like ant hills that have been uh, rebuilt. Uh, these these very fucking like fist sized industrious ants that build like the termite mounds mm-hmm. by this river. And it looks like a fight happened amidst that those structures. Your, uh, your father- yeah, go ahead. Your father definitely, like, winds you through them without pissing off the ants, because he's good at that. He he knows ants. If that man knows one thing, it's ants. You, you've never been... You've never been camping with your dad, unsurprisingly. And um, you, you're you kind of surprised at how comfortable this man is out in nature. Especially because like, I've never seen it. Uh, dirty 20 no, never. for investigation. So you guys qu- quickly find what essentially amounts to, like, this... Uh, it's not a lot of evidence of it, but it's clear that a fire broke out in this one patch. Like, all the brush is cleared away, and there's some, like, darkened rock. But there's nothing left other than a, a few sturdier bones, as these fist-sized ants have done their work with a corpse nearby. But it's clear that somebody died here, uh, and is there's no skull, which you'd think would be a bone that would survive. A few femurs, the, the, the hips and the, like, and you'd think the skull might live, because every smaller bone has been dragged away somewhere. They kept the head. Seems. Uh. Do you know speak with dead or any other? Uh, I know your mother taught you cleric arts. Can, are you capable of that still? Uh, yes, father. Yes, what? Uh, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin. It's more difficult when you bring mother involved. Is it a problem? Is mother a problem? Hold <laughs> on. My my spell list is really fucked. I'm sorry. It's very hard to read because it's all just... Yeah, you told me you have like 80 first level spells? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What level is Speak With Dead? Oh, it's a third level necromancy. Yeah, so it's oh, unlikely. Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't have it then. No Grand High Inquisitor Chopin. I am not uh, as learned in the arts of my mother as I am in the arts of Inquisitor. Show me what you know. Uh, I cast Guidance on myself. And I try to ascertain the height of the person based on the large femur. Sure. Uh, what am I rolling? <laughs> uh, medicine. Oh, okay. That's great. Uh, so 15 plus 4 plus 3. So 22. God damn. Uh, yeah, th- th- this person, it, it matches uh, Vivaldi's height. Uh, it's you, you believe it's male based on the hip bones. And, like, everything sort of leans toward uh, tiefling. There are... Uh, notches in the bones that like 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 spikes are trying to grow in the skeleton, which is something very common in tiefling bone structure. 
even the young, the sorry, the first generation ones like Vivaldi would be, where the the bones haven't quite grown those sort of nodules. They're still there when you peel the skin from them. It's definitely a tiefling of his age and height, so it's very likely Vivaldi. His bones just like aren't pink or something. That would be easy. Uh, no, no, you don't have pink bones. Damn it. Uh, bones is bones. I look nearby for, like, scraps of, like, anything he was wearing or any sort of, like, uh, hidden... Like, if he knew he was going to die, he might have, like, stashed something uh, in uh, the nearby no. area. Uh, no, there's no other evidence. It seems that they packed up... You do see remnants of Inquisitor robes as well, which also sinks it in. Like, like when you, when you look into it, you find scraps and you realize that it what didn't burn... Uh, is was definitely uh his Inquisitor rank robe. Like you find a little patch with the same colors on it. Uh, but that was shredded and burned by them during the combat. So there's nothing really left of it. He was also looted, so they didn't leave anything behind. And the group seemed to travel out of there after he died. Like not everyone was killed here. It looks like all of the wa- the wagon and the couple of horses that they were using. Uh, and several boots. Uh, not nearly as many boots as started this. At this point, you realize there's maybe like 12 people traveling together, leaving the River Celis. But uh, but at this point, there's only like 12, and they're a few days away from Santitas now. I, uh, I'm going to relay it all to my father uh, in a way that hopefully he's proud of me. I go, uh, from all of my investigation, this is Vivaldi. Uh, based on the notches in the bone, the length of the femur, and the position of the male pelvis, and uh, scrap or two of the inquis- the inquisitor robes he wore. After this, they traveled out almost immediately after looting uh, and taking what was his, uh, with about twelve men headed towards Santites. I see. I did not find any stash of a body. I do not believe he knew he was about to meet his end. Yes. I've been unable to find anything that belonged to him. No seeds, no magic items. But it's, it's for certain he, he died here. It is at this point that we believe Inquisitor Fo took over the contingent. Reports say that Inquisitor Fo arrived with no one but C3P4, the Warforged, and the mercenary Halor, and a handful of other soldiers. This all tracks. There is a chance that they were uh, killing soldiers when the opportunity arose on the way there. Yes, there are more footprints here than there were who arrived in Santitas. We cannot prove that they were the ones who were killing the soldiers, however. This is dangerous woods. We are fully in broken circle territory. We will not light fires at night for the next two days till we arrive at Santitas. The broken circle is uh, home to the uh, imposter Lord. This is what you have told me. Perhaps they helped him. Very likely. Inquisitor to Chopin. Let us go. Yes. Right away, Grand Inquisitor. The, the ants, the ants tolerate us for only so much longer. <laughs> uh, the ants, guys... the ants, Mason. What do they mean? Yeah. So, uh, you guys um, continue on to Santitas. You find evidence of dead soldiers, like periodically. Roll, roll medicine again. I'm gonna cast guidance, even though I already rolled an eighteen. Uh, 18 plus 4 plus 7, 25. Once again, animals have caught a lot of these bodies. It's been too long, but it, it you definitely get the impression from at least one or two of them, because you find, like, a handful, that knife work 
was done. Precise knife work, knife work was likely what killed these soldiers. Assassinated. Likely. Uh, precise knife work or, or long or, or short blade of some kind. Uh, and then you guys arrive in Santitas. That's that's all that you find. You've you've fully tracked Vivaldi's route, or at least the platoon's route, all the way to Santitas. And Santitas, when you arrive, uh, you crest this hill, and it's uh, just coming to the end of like the fifth day that you've been traveling with your father. And you arrive over this hill, and it's like when you get to Vegas and you crest that hill, and there's all these lights. It's dark, and all these lights are shining. And you crest it, and this town is lit by stringed lights because it's, it's this lit. town of artifice and magic, and it uh, it shines Industry. almost like yeah, it shines almost like its own little uh, moon or sun in the evening light. And you've never seen anything like it. Um, lights, like magical artificial lights, are in Brie and and uh, the port and Portis and Mar. They use them like for street lights and stuff but nothing like this. There's like spotlights and like images being thrown up on the sides of buildings, illusory magic being thrown up into the sky to advertise a tavern. Sky right. Yeah, like it all sort like it, it's wild. And even to someone like you who comes from quote unquote, the civilized city, this is impressive. I, uh, hold on. Let me see if I react appropriately for an inquisitor. <laughs> I try to like stifle as much as I can. Um, but what I do end up doing is going, uh, wow, that is beautiful. Don't you think Grand High Inquisitor Chopin? He, 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 he looks out and he, he kind of gives you a, 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 look, a weird look and then he turns back to it and he says, Half of these lights aren't even on. Santitas is quite a sight to see. They're currently on lockdown since the attack. Yes, perhaps we should uh, start their questioning. Yeah. Uh, you guys go down and you find a team of I'm inquisitors. I'm just trying to have one or two human moments with my dad. Hey, this is, these are good. Like, this is, <laughs> honestly, uh, even though he seems so cold, like, this is, this is, they're, they're really rocky. Like, you can't figure it out. He keeps going through these periods of rage, like, like, like this fire in him that, like, is aimed at you. But also every once in a while, he, he, like, the veneer comes down a little bit. Does his devil know that my devil's trash? <laughs> Maybe. Let me ask what Evelina thinks of spending several days. Do, does she think that he has a devil in her? You don't know that for no. certain. Like, what is no, what is no your take idea. on the interactions? I I think Evelina thinks that she's kind of going with this as the final test. So I think she would assume that he does have one in his head that's locked up. Mm -hmm. uh, like uh, like how hers is, right? Like trap. And perhaps like in her mind, right? This is like we as inquisitors are inquisitors because we're strong enough to trap this evil sure, and keep it safe from the world. Mm. Right? Like this is, she's been, her head's been spinning about it this whole time. Oh, and that's God. what she's going with. Some it's a master class in how people can be deluded. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, well, my dad wouldn't do this to me on purpose unless he thinks I'm strong enough, which is why yeah. he thought I didn't have the heart for it. I've been trained it would be for this hard. sort of thing my whole life. Obviously, I'm, I'm, this I'm makes sense. I'm trying to keep people safe from demons or devils or whatever's in my head. Yeah, um, the enemies the enemies of all of the primacy people, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm keeping it trapped in my head so that it couldn't hurt others. 
especially because you're a cleric, right? Like you're, yeah. you have a cleric's training, which means that you are very aware of the dangers of demon and devil yes. influence, right? Like, so you would, oh God, it's so good. All right. I, I thought you would enjoy how I went with I it. do enjoy that. I enjoy that quite a lot. Uh, it's so tragic. Um, <laughs> let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> tragic, tragic birth story, TM. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, you guys head down in Santitas where you are immediately uh, greeted by a like this this contingent of inquisitors who have taken the train, uh, the underground train that they have. You can get to Santitas uh, from Bree in like a day. Like it's a super fast, high tech uh, artificers creation that uh, the people that. Martha of Santitas helped develop a long time ago. Magnets. How do they work? Right? <laughs> um, and Something to do with a blink sack, dude. I don't it has nothing... <laughs> pe- people tell you it has nothing to do with magic, and you're like, doubt. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> sure, okay. That's magic right there. And uh, as you are walked through town, you eventually come to like a section that is fully closed off. You see a few people going about their business because they can't keep everybody from living their lives entirely in this town. Although, they do try. They do try, yeah. There is, as you enter the town, you see these 10, 12-foot tall robotic figures of steel and uh, strange material, plastic, uh, like polymers, that are patrolling and scanning the area. And everywhere they go, people are on their best behavior, like... And then on top of that, you also see these floating, like, sentinel drone style things that are scanning with, like, spotlights and, like, will drop down and interrogate people about what they're about. And you eventually come to a section of the town that's completely closed off because it is, like, rubble. There are several buildings that look like they've gotten hit with the worst earthquake you've ever seen. And Portis and Mar sees earthquakes occasionally. They're a natural occurrence. But this is, like, a targeted destruction that happened in the foundations of several buildings uh across from them is this market square that's been like partially lit on fire and like half burned away huge swaths of it destroyed there's these there's wreckage all over the place it looks like an explosion happened in the marketplace uh there are bloodstains on the streets and you see an inquisitor who is kind of barking orders at a few warforged and some soldiers who are all, like, looking around, taking samples, take, doing their inquiries like you would do. And he stands up, sees you and your father, and steps sharply toward you all. And as he gets closer, you recognize this man as what you can only assume his name would be Inquisitor List. Or, as you knew him coming up through the Inquisitor School, Franz List. The second boy, uh, essentially. Second boy. Yes. Dr. Evil because, style. Because because Evelina was top of her class. I, uh, I have a fucking, I have a fucking smile on my face. This, like, bitchy, <laughs> this bitchy smile on my face that's like, hmm, look at you standing in rubble where you belong. Ah, ah, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin and Inquisitor Chopin. He, he, he leaves like that that pause after saying your father's title and then just yours. Yeah. I did not expect you to come and see our... Uh, to, to, to arrive here. Uh, how can I help you? Well, your progress has been slow, Inquisitor Litz. We're here to follow up on our own issues. Roll me a charisma check, because there's two things that have happened here. 
All right, I rolled an 18. My okay. charisma's high. It's just based charisma. Yeah, my just, charisma's just 20. Just, so just 23. Just give me a charisma check. 20, fuck. All right, 23. Your father side-eyes you because he spoke to your father first and you answered for him. But your father sees this relationship between the two of you and says nothing. <laughs> he just turns to Inquisitor List. Yes, you've had several days. Have you found out what happened to in to He turns to you realizing that he's never said this. Did you find out how it went down? How Gretel died? And uh you see uh Inquisitor List looks around and he's like, Yes. Um, after checking the body, a uh if a highly enchanted bullet uh was used in the uh, in the attack. He died instantly with from a uh, a rifle shot to the skull. Uh, how is this person's name spelled? Because it sounds like Griddle. Yes, uh, it's Griddle. It's Griddle. Like G-R-I-T-T-L-E. Oh, T-T-L-E. Yeah, and Griddle Griddle is the the head of Apotheosis. Yes, Apotheosis uh, a is what uh, C three P four is from. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Apotheosis is like the Primacy's black ops. It's run by a different person. And much to the Inquisitor's irritation, is not part of their, like, group. They've done everything they can to, to get as much information about anything Griddle's company is up to. But at the same time, it's like the CIA and the government, where the government is not always aware of what the CIA does. Uh, for, you know, for good reason, quote-unquote. A magic bullet. Uh, like from a Brian rifle? Um, I, I, I'm not sure a Brian rifle... As good as our quality is, is actually capable. It is highly likely this was a Valerian gun. Uh, the shot was heard too late for a powerful wizard like Griddle to react. So I'm assuming it was from a far enough distance that there was no time. Which would imply a highly accurate gun. Uh, the Valerians are known for such rifles. Interesting that you think that Bree could not produce the same. We do not typically make them. If uh, we did make one, we would know where it was. And there is no unaccounted for Brian rifle. I have done my research, Inquisitor Chopin. I'm sure you have Inquisitor List, but not uh, as good as someone else could. Uh, <laughs> just FYI, you know Inquisitor List? His thing he was best at is tech. Yeah, but I'm still <laughs> just absolutely I'm still just being a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is one of the bitchiest things you could say because you know he's he's basically an artificer in his own right. He knows yeah. the shit, uh, and he, he and I he, don't. He, he he glares at you. You see, like, even though he's already pink, you know, he, he gets yeah. redder. And your father says, we would like to take a look around. Also, we would like the area to ourselves. Please make sure no one interrupts us. You've done a fine job in Custer List. Your work is adequate. Thank you. <laughs> Chopin, that is enough. Yes, Grant, I Inquisitor Chopin. But I, the smile does not leave my face. <laughs> Yeah, you see, he, he, he essentially tucks his tail uh, in front of the Grand High Inquisitor. Like, he knows this is absolutely unfair because you're his daughter. You know, like, uh, so he's not gonna, he's not gonna say or do anything. So he just waves everybody he also, and gets out of there. He, he's also um, under the false impression that my dad loves me. So. <laughs> At, why wouldn't he be? You've, yeah. For, for, List came up in the school for the listener uh, as part of your backstory. You guys have been neck and neck throughout, and you have gathered that he blames your connections, your family connections, for the reason you do better. You've done better in the program than he has. You've always, he's always been second fiddle to you, and it drives him crazy. 
All right, so back on track. Uh, they clear out, and your father and you are left with this devastation. And he turns to you. Yes, I lied to you before. One of the higher-ups died in this attack. That's why it has been so important. We've been keeping it quiet, because we don't want our enemies to know any weakness. But Grizzle was shot. As much as a higher-up's death is a problem, perhaps this will be exactly what we need to be able to take over Apotheosis. I fear that it will never be that easy. I would not count Grizzle out even in death. I, uh, I look like I think for a moment, but really I'm just thinking of how to say this in a way that uh, doesn't piss anybody off. And, uh, and by anyone, I mean my father. I just try my whole life to not piss off my dad. Um, well, uh, perhaps I can do a ceremony where he is buried, and we definitely would not have to worry about him for the next, uh, few months. Sadly, the body was taken away by Apotheosis agents days ago. Understood. We don't need to look into this. I simply wanted us to have the location to ourselves. Despite your apparent distaste for Inquisitor List, his forensics has been unmatched. He is a very good Inquisitor. I must apologize, Grant High Inquisitor Chopin. My distaste for him comes from his his lack of respect for our family, not his <laughs> position and uh, ability as Inquisitor. You need not apologize to me. Rivalries can help us grow. Come. There's only one last thing. Uh, he walks you like a football field away. There's this area. Uh, it seems to be this this section. Uh, he, he walks up to it and then you have to walk around. It's this like area where the the buildings are built and then there's like a, a trench sort of where there's a bridge that goes over it. This very thick bridge that uses the road. And then underneath there's this area with like a mural that's been painted and it, it doesn't matter to you. It's like the history of this small town, uh, sort of this art artsy area of Santitas. Uh, and like the main section of it has been caved in and like destroyed. This is where they disappeared. Seiko chased them to this location before they managed to escape through some sort of portal. It is surprising that they would have magics capable of this large amount of damage when previously it did not show that they were capable of such. Perhaps they've been holding back, biding their time till this exact moment. There were plenty other places where they could have got away with it and chose not to. I, I believe that they had help from someone much more powerful than themselves. Do you have any idea who that could have been? You mentioned previously that they had an asset with them. Uh, perhaps this asset could have helped, or Finboggy himself. By this time, we had already captured their asset. The, quote, Inquisitor foe was in our dungeons when this attack happened. And Finboggy... Finboggy... I don't know how strong he is. I was referring to the asset you said they got away with, not Inquisitor foe. It is possible. Because they did not only kill Grittle, but they kidnapped the Duke of Santitas, Martha. The unrest that is happening in Santitas will spread to the rest of the primacy soon. We will not be able to create new Warforged until, until she is returned. Until she is returned, yes. Uh, I say it kind of with him, but like under yeah. my breath, like I'm, I'm connecting the dots. And I go, yeah. uh, is there any reason that uh, Martha would have been upset with the primacy? And chosen to leave? Martha, much like Grittle, has always kept themselves above or away from the primacy. But they've always worked well with us. We have a good working relationship with Martha. We provide her everything she needs. It is unlikely. This, uh, portal 
let me see if there is any uh, residual magics. I cast detect magic. Sure. Now we're talking. Um, for the duration, you can sense the presence of magic within thirty feet of you. If you sense any magic this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. This spell can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or 30 feet of wood or dirt. All right. Roll me a arcana check. I'm good at everything, except for dex. So, I believe in myself. Fucking guide. Guide. Uh, dirty 20. 17 plus 1 plus 2. Yeah. Uh, you, you definitely sense conjuration magic. Uh, and I'll, I'll give I'll give you that it was- that- as you're checking for it, and you or you sense this aura of conjuration, and you you also know from what your father told you that teleporting in and out of Santinus during the during that meeting should have been impossible. Somehow something went awry there, so you know it couldn't have been a short range teleport. And if it's long range, you know that they're anywhere in the plains. So he, but he looks at you as like, do you have any clue as to where they may have gone? I know that it is a long range spell. It couldn't have been short range. They are in a different plane, from what I can tell. Very few options available to anyone who wishes to travel the plains. They may be powerful, but there's no way they could go further than the Feywild. They probably went as far as they could go, so... All right. I have a gambit. Much of this does not make sense. It's very clear. I wish to know more. You are a new Inquisitor. They do not know of you. Even intelligence would not know that Evelina Chopin has passed her Inquisitor's test. You are obviously a tiefling, and of the primacy, but they've worked with one before. I have a, a tool, and we could send you to the Feywild. He, uh, he holds up a compass, and he says, This compass is a simple tool, though largely useless here. It points to the largest deposit of Yun stone, which, here on the material plane, is plentiful. We make the phones out of it, we have many devices created from it. If you turned it on right here, and he holds it up, and it's just spinning in a circle. Like... But Yunstone is not native to the Feywild, and, we, and it is very possible that at least one of them it has a Yun phone. From what I gather, uh, C3P4 does. Perfect. If you go to the Feywild with this, it will unerringly take you to them. You will be able to find them. Once you get there, pretend to help. Get them to trust you. Find out what they are up to, what they want. I am sitting there and I'm just fucking nodding. Do you think you are capable of this? Yes, Grand High Inquisitor Chopin. Whatever you need of me. He looks at you like dead in the eyes this time, and he's like, I do not wish blind obedience to this. If there is a way to help you accomplish this, now is the time. I, uh... <sighs> I, I look uncomfortable with that when he says that. Um, like, I don't know what to do other than blind obedience to him. Your life is important. It is valuable. I'm not sending you to your death. I have, I've never uh, expected that, but uh, I am capable. I was top of my class, and I am very well trained in the art of persuasion and uh, understanding people's motives. I know you are not fond of my faith, but it will protect me whenever I cannot protect myself. And lastly, because it has done such a good job up to this point. I'm gonna insight that. <laughs> Go for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna insight the fuck out of that. Actually, uh, I'm gonna do everything I can to insight sure. the fuck out of that. <laughs> sure. Uh, plus, uh, so I got a twenty-two. 
Um, you, you sense the anger in, in that in that phrase again. You you feel like he, he's never cared much for for religion or what you and your mother get into. It's all just clicks and whistles to him. It, it seems like he he's very dismissive of the fact that your religion has in any way protected you. Uh, I I still think this is like a test, right? Sure. It's protecting me in my test now. Will I be allowed to rest before entering the Feywild? Or would you like me to go now? He squints his eyes at you when you say that, and uh, he seems kind of like, like he looks at you sideways, but then he continues on. Ah, uh, no. Time is strange in the Feywild. We will not enter here. If you enter at this point, you will enter when they entered. You will be days behind. We will talk to an expert. We will place you in the Feywild. It may be very far from where they entered or where they are, but with the but with your skills, you may be able to find them. It will be very, very dangerous in the Feywild. We will get you as close to them as possible, using all of the help from planar allies we can find. Once you get there, time will not be as you think. As you move, time will change. Once you find them, if you make it back, it may be months from now. It may be minutes. You don't know where you will come out. Fairy tales say that you could even go back in time. I, uh, how will I return? I do not know. If you get with them, I assume they had some way back. From what I gather, as well planned as they seem, they are not. But I will figure this out. Perhaps this will be the, the reason they need me. That is good. Anything you can do to join them. Finbogi will know many things. Things that can aid us, things that can aid you. He will be the most distrusting, I imagine. I think he will be the easiest to sway. <laughs> he gives you a wry smile. I think the most difficult will be the brilliance in the eyes behind Martha. Your cockiness will get you in trouble. Come, we have much to discuss. Soon you will be traveling into the Feywild and you will be beyond anyone's protection but your own. And Saint Dynak. Hey Tavern Goers! Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rask, Ryan Santos as Number 9, Katie Mischief as Evelina Chopin, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. Check the show notes to find where you can follow us on social media, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. 
You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern, or at ko-fi.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories.